0: Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello, everyone out there in listening land. Yes, this is Vincent Jen, and I am coming to you live from Holly Springs, North Carolina. And um, uh, we just got back from a fabulous New York City Christmas trip. Man, oh, man, if any of you have the opportunity to visit New York during the Christmas season, it is magnificent. It really is. It's so much fun, too, because there's all the stores are decorated. The streets are decorated. Rockefeller sent and its amazing tree. That tree had five miles, five miles of Christmas lights on it. And um, a Waterford crystal star, which is amazing. Um, an amazing star. They also do a Waterford crystal ball on New Year's Eve that drops, right? And the place was packed. It was packed. But everybody was so safe. They still, they required showing vaccination and wearing masks whenever you went into a restaurant or any kind of um, a touring facility. Um, We went to ground zero to the museum there. Absolutely amazing. You have to go there. It's heart-wrenching just going through there with the videos and the remnants. And uh, we didn't realize, my wife and I didn't realize that the museum is actually built on remains of one of the towers and so you would see the floor and you would see um, the wall uh, besides girders and then of course all the other uh, pieces of material from outside and inside the building were all there it was just crazy 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 really makes you think Um, But it was fabulous, and I hope you all have. You need to celebrate this season, like I've been saying, all month. As best you can, it doesn't make a difference what your religion is. There is a celebration going on this month, a celebration of light of some kind. And uh, this show today is going to be about talking about the metaphysical meaning to all the symbols in the story of the nativity. And the story of the nativity is the birth of Jesus and all that went on that whole story, this whole Christmas story and why you see in every uh, Christian church and on people's lawns and in their homes, the manger and the whole nativity set up with the shepherds and the cows and the sheep and the three wise men and Joseph, Mary and baby Jesus in the manger in a stable. You always see that wherever you go. Well, there is a reason for that story, and it has nothing to do with just the birth of Jesus and his birthday. It was for us, and we do these things to try to remember important parts of who we are. So I'm going to get to that in just a moment, uh, but I do want to just make a couple of other announcements. First, I would love to just... um, Take a moment of silence, just a moment, and think about all of the victims of those horrible, horrible tornadoes in Kentucky that just wiped out cities. When you look at the news and you look at those images and you see the power that can work against us in the environment, in the earth itself, How in one moment, there are homes and cities, and in the next, it's completely wiped out and uh, not man-made through a bomb or war or anything like that, but through the environment itself, the power, the power that is released by us. So I would like to take just a moment of silence to think about all those who have been killed and injured and all of those who have lost their homes, especially right around the Christmas holidays, always so terrible. So raise your energy and send, send them healing love and light because they need it. So send it all out now and just in this moment of silence. We're going to know for them that they are still children of a higher source of power of God. And they were created in its image. And being created in its image, they are strong and powerful. They are balanced and positive. They are loving, compassionate, and caring. And in that, they are able to manifest healing and strength to do what they need to do to rebuild, to get their lives back together, to manifest all they need and the help from others all around. And being part of this God source, they are unlimited in their strength. They're unlimited in their attitudes of of renewal. It is a season of renewal and they will themselves be able to renew I affirm this for them since they and I and you, the listeners, are all part of the same God force created by the same power, all connected together. And when one thinks and affirms the truth for another, we all feel it. We all can experience it because we're part of that same energy force. So I release this into the universe, all that's good, all that's positive for the people of Kentucky and those around and all the families that are affected by this. And I release in prayer, knowing that the universe will take care of them, that they are part of, and that they will regain all of who they are and even more. And so I can release this by acknowledging it and embedding it in the truth by affirming that, and so it is, and so it is. So I wish them all the best. Always a horrible time to experience any kind of loss. All those, there's people out there who've also passed. Um, I've been called recently at unexpected deaths. And like I said, because of the things that are going on in the world still today, Uh, People are leaving. Um, They don't want to deal with this, but we can deal with this and we can deal with this if we start to remember who we really are and we have the messages of who we really are. That's what I'm going to be discussing today. And one other announcement that I'd like to make, if you want to be able to improve your your connection abilities yourself, your own intuition, your own psychic awareness, your own mediumship even ability to connect with deceased loved ones so that you can experience the continuity and continuation of life, um, I am doing a class starting in January. It will run. For six weeks, and going from January 4th to January 11th, January 18th, January 25th, and February 1st, and let me see, let's see, six weeks, four, one, two, three, four, five. yes, and to February uh, 8th as well, I'm sorry. And if you just go to my website at VincentJenna.com, that's G-E-N-N-A.com, you can sign up there. Unfortunately, there's only four seats left, so do it quickly. I'm only having a class of 20, and it um, people signed up pretty quickly. So it'll be a powerful class. We're going to do three weeks psychic awareness and then run into three weeks of mediumship. So, um, so do yourself a favor in the new year and um, get yourself going good. Okay. All right. So here we go. What is the meaning and the metaphysical message behind the nativity? So the story is right. That. Uh, Jesus and Joseph went to Bethlehem. You've heard the story. I'll just review it briefly. And they were looking for a place for Mary to give birth because apparently her water broke and Joseph was all upset and going, oh my God, the baby is coming along soon. We got to get a place for you to deliver this baby. So they go, of course, they ran to Bethlehem because all this stuff that was going on um in Nazareth when when King Herod, the father King Herod, not uh, the uh, son Herod, decreed that the firstborn of all of the citizens would be killed, all the babies that were born that day because of the the prophetizing, prophesizing, excuse me, not prophetizing, that's a business term, prophesizing. The prophecy of the of Messiah and the new king of Israel was going to be born. Of course, they were figuratively speaking, but Herod being who he was and also needing to live up to whatever soul contracts they went through, put out a decree that the babies be killed. And of course, Angel came to Joseph and said, get Mary the heck out of there. And so they got on a donkey and went to Bethlehem. And they arrived in Bethlehem in the evening. Mary was about ready to give birth. um, And they kept going to different places. And they went to the inn there. And, of course, I don't know, there was a convention going on. Who knows? But the innkeeper had no rooms available and said, all I have is room in my barn. And um, you can go stay in the barn. Uh, Well, it's really interesting when you study history and the Bible together, you will understand that that their barns were not, first of all, there was no wood. The same kind of wood. They didn't build out of wood back then. They built out of stone and clay. Because that helped to shield them from the heat and the environment. And so they would build a basement, right? They would dig down in the ground, and that is where they kept their animals and livestock. So, And then the heat from the animals and the livestock that they would produce would also help to heat the home during the winter cold months. So there was no outside barn. The barn was inside under the house. But for the sake of the story, they created the writers of the Nativity, created the concept of a barn outside. So from the very beginning, we have the symbol of a barn. And what is in a barn? Livestock, animals, the natural part of the earth, the earth before humans truly existed. So the barn represents basically the earth and physicality in this world. okay So here's a story about something that is going to transpire that takes place on this earth. So very earthbound. The next thing is, that mary of course gets in there and she gives birth to baby jesus right and puts him in a manger so it simplifies who jesus was to start with of the earth jesus was of the earth this is of the earth in a manger it wasn't just about well he was just a very humble modest human that's how he wanted to come in is very simple and plain well yeah that's lovely and that's pretty because that's the way they'd want you to think of jesus right this very humble being but um humble beings don't need to be born and stuck in a little manger that a lamb would be in They're humble beings are born in all different places, but it was more about the symbolism about the simplicity and the earthliness of this being. And right away, as soon as Jesus was born, a star shined above in the sky, a major star, which by the way, was the alignment of every planet at that particular time and a star and it's the light it represents the light it wasn't about a star it was about the light the beam of light that was given off by the star so whenever we refer to a star and light and light the light the light within you what are we talking about a star that's inside of you a flame that's inside of you The light that's inside of you, shine your light so that others can see. What does that mean? Do you have an ever ready battery and a flashlight inside your heart or something? And that's really dark outside and that you're going to use that to shine and then people find their way? No, the light represents the truth. Truth is what light is. Shine your truth so others can be guided by it. So from this point on, whenever you hear the term light, the light within you, we're all lights. You are the light of the world. What that is constantly being referred to is you are the truth. So you now have the star of David shining over the birth of Jesus, which is leading to the truth of life on this planet, in this earth. The truth of life on this earth. So that is what the manger, the barn, the star represents together. You are about ready to receive the truth of life and the truth of who you are. Now, it extends out from there. Now the angels come down and where do they go? They go to the shepherds. Okay, why were there so many shepherds out in the middle of the night? The sheep sleep, right? Yeah, there's only it only takes one shepherd to watch over a flock. How many flocks were there out there? It was several shepherds, apparently, and they were all awake, I don't know, uh, doing something. But the shepherd and the shepherd's hook and and the staff, all shepherds have the staff, right? The staff guides the sheep. Now, isn't that funny? that they're referred to, they're the shepherds. And then the next person who symbolically calls himself the shepherd and is referred to as the good shepherd is Jesus himself. So Jesus himself makes himself to be just like one of the other shepherds. And what do the shepherds do? They take care of their flocks. So the shepherds are regular people. Regular people. The story and the truth is going to be about the most humblest and, and people just in general. And those who are responsible for gathering the fold. So Jesus compares himself to us and puts him in the same alignment. We are the common person. We are the shepherds. and our, So what are our flocks? What are our flocks? Well, what is Jesus's figurative flocks when he becomes older? Us. So he calls himself the shepherd, the good shepherd of us. Because he gathers us together and protects us and watches over us. Well, that's the exact representation of the shepherds. We, we are the keepers of each other. We are to watch over each other. We are to protect each other. We are to attend to each other's needs because we are all part of that one fold. So here is the truth. That is being born onto us to remind us who we are. Remember, this is all about to remind us. Jesus came down here to remind us who who we are, not to teach us who he was. So to remind us that we are the good shepherds and our flocks are each other. And here is the truth to that. And that we are in that the animals, the animals, now the animals, they, they mean something too, because there were a lot of animals who they brought back into the barn and actually brought them close to the manger so that they could breathe on Jesus and their warm breath would keep Jesus warm. Well, the breath of life from the animals keep us alive. It, it allows, they allow our blood to flow and to feed us and to nurture us. So the parts of the earth, all that we hear and all that's involved in the earth is to help us, to help keep us going, to keep us alive, to nurture us in its food that it gives us. But that we are the important part of this life, which is why the animals so willingly wanted to sit over Jesus. That's the story. The animals just sat there. Normally, animals just go their way. But no, in this story, you always see the donkey. You always see the cow. You always see the sheep gathered around Jesus, the manger, the baby. Why? Because even the animals here knew that God was coming down? No, it's a metaphysical message for us. It's a story of life and who we are here, that we have dominion over this earth, and that all that is here, all the life forms, whether it be the plants, whether it be the fish in the sea or the animals, are all here for us to protect us, to feed us, to nourish us, to help us grow physically and emotionally, body, mind, and spirit, because we've chosen to live in this physical life. And that is the reminder that Jesus' birth, the truth, the star, the light that shines over all of this is for, to give us this truth. But there's more to the story than that. There's much more to the story than that. But we have to think before I go on to some of the important aspects Of this, let's relook at this. You know, look at the time period that we were going through. How many years were going on that that we were on top of each other, killing each other? Oh my gosh! I mean, we we think of now, it's almost the same thing going on. Which is the reason why we still need to celebrate Christmas, because it constantly needs to be a reminder to us. As long as we keep incarnating on this earth, we don't have the correct message. That's right. Once we have the correct message and we remember who we truly are and we evolve more, we won't be coming back here. As my Joseph, my guide said to me, we're imploding because we're taking all of this power, this force of who we are. with these these unlimited powers connected to an unlimited source and we're trying to compact it into this life form that we call humans and we're trying to exist in this planet though we have all of this power within us that is going unused and untapped into or misused to manifest against ourselves in some way it's coming out on the earth it's exploding all over the earth in the forms of the environment in the forms of these horrible storms and and it's not just a matter of the the negativity that is going on but it's just our own powers that's just being constrained you know you keep compacting all of this power i mean that's how the atom bomb was created right right so so we're doing the same thing is we're imploding here why because we're actually coming back to this planet too many times We're supposed to have been evolved more and moved on. I'm not going to say that we are fully evolved. Give me a break. Anybody who thinks that we are fully evolved, you know, they're blind. Or they're not wanting to admit what's going on. Or they just want to keep sounding good because they think they'll get more followers that way. I want to sound real. I want I want to be able to change our lives. I want to be able to help you stop stopping yourself. I want you to be able to flourish and thrive. And you can't do that until you remove the blockages and see the negativities for yourself. What you may be feeding into it yourself in order to change it, because you can, we can, but we can't until we see the negativity. So even though back then jesus came down the story of this this being that decided this brother of ours who came down and said listen i got to remind them man oh man are they forgetting now why wouldn't it come down again today right the book of revelation said the coming again of christ no that's not about jesus reincarnating down here again he doesn't need to come down here again he doesn't even need to come down here again in spirit think about that story everything in that story the book of revelation if you've never read it go and read it Right, everything in that story is about what's supposed to happen to us, right? With Jesus, the Christ, coming down again. Why would all of that have to happen if souls can just leave the earth? Why would we have to go through all this earthly destruction? And then Jesus takes a handful of us that are worthy and goes back and brings us to the planet? We've been dying from lifetime to lifetime and being reborn lifetime to lifetime we have to go through a whole story an episode like that and saga in in order for us to get to the other side No, we just go eeny meeny miny mo all of you you come over here get to the right you over here stay to the left you're all staying here and you're going to perish the rest of you let's go we're, we're going back and then we, we we whatever destroy ourselves they don't need to send horses they don't need to to send destruction god knows that jesus knows that so why the story then because it's an internal one do you hear what i'm saying the book of revelation talks about a personal experience of what we have to do what we have to go through to allow the christ within us to come out well we're going to talk more about this on the other side of the commercial break so hang with me this is the stop Stop stopping yourself show Happy holidays, everybody, and stick around. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Hello and welcome back. And if you are just joining me, um, we are talking about the metaphysical message of the nativity scene it's it it's all very meaningful you've got to understand that everything that we create on this planet everything we create is for us in some way and it isn't just a story you know a lot of things we think are just stories or we're going to write the story or 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 all these celebrations well we're going to have these celebration once a year um uh, so that we can remember good things or we can sell a lot of of items And we keep forgetting the primary message behind every single holiday. And believe it or not, this holiday season, and I'm not just talking about the Christian holiday of Christmas. I'm talking about all the holidays that all of the cultures celebrate during this time of year is about light, it's about renewal, and it's all about the same exact message just being told in different ways. Because the souls within each of us are trying to help us remember who we are. And dang, if we are obstinate beings that have a very difficult time accepting and remembering... And what I was talking about beforehand is about the book of Revelation and how we're really actually not meant to keep incarnating here on earth. And the whole book of Revelation is exactly what I'm talking about, is once you begin to understand who you really are, and you break those seals. It's, everything is symbolic in that story. Everything in the Bible is symbolic as well. It's not just an account of history. They may use real characters, but they're using it to tell something symbolically with a strong message. And the book of Revelation is the same way. And like the seven seals, for example, they're actually your seven chakras, your seven spiritual centers, each one pertaining to a different emotional aspect of your life. And if you really want to heal them, you have to go through each one of those emotional aspects of your life and break open what you have been containing, repressing and suppressing in there. That's what the foundation of my work is all about. By God, it's not working and stop stopping yourself and become unstoppable is all about everything that we have suppressed and the defenses that we've created to shield us and protect us from everything that we suppress that feels so bad. Well, we've got to pay attention to it. We've got to break those seals open. We've got to release what we're harboring inside. And yes, is it going to cause a lot of chaos within us? Absolutely. And the longer and the older that you are, the more suppressed these items are. That's what my book, you'll have to get my book when it's out, hopefully next year. And it talks, it's going to talk about all of this stuff that you're going to go through personally. And as you're doing that, you're raising the Christ spirit within you. This story that I am telling right now about the nativity, you're raising that within you. And as you raise that and your awareness of who you really are becomes stronger and more clear to you and you're tapped into it, you'll go oh, wow, I don't need to keep coming back here. So let me finish off what we're doing and get this done really well. Let's create a really nice life here so I know I can. And let's move on. We can, we've can. we got bigger and better things to grow to. And we will move on. Instead of just constantly disintegrating this earth and getting in each other's face the way we're getting in each other's face, which we're still doing. So here you've got the nativity scene. And as I was talking about the star of David, that's that shining over it. Right. This big, beautiful star and light is about the light of truth. It's lighting up the truth below it right there in that manger, in that barn, which is also symbolic for the earth. The truth that hovers over the earth and in the earth and of the earth is right there before you. Here is the truth. And part of the truth is that you are a shepherd you are the good shepherd as well as Jesus said he was the good shepherd all these things that I am I am the good shepherd I am the light of the world I and my father are oh one and so are you I am the way and the truth and the life and so are you those were all his words with before we not we, not you, and not me, but some group of fools in 535 AD decided to to cut up Jesus's words and cut out some of the, the stories in the Bible and the Gospels so that they had in there left only what they wanted you to know. But the truth is that we are the lights of the world. We are the truth. That's what the light means. It means truth. And we are the shepherds, and, our sh- and as a shepherd, not only do we take care of ourselves, we take care of each other. The sheep are each of us. Aren't the sheep referred to as us when Jesus says he's the good shepherd? And who is he the good shepherd of? Us. And what flock is he gathering in? Us. And yet the angels came to the shepherds, not because they were the only people who were awake, Why didn't the angels go to the innkeeper, right? Why didn't he go to the town? They had to go to the townspeople and say, hey, townspeople, you know, Mary, who was just here, who wanted a room at your inn or in your city over here, and you said there wasn't any place where she just gave birth to a baby. Come on over here. Wouldn't you think that the angels would want them to see this and experience it? No, they specifically go to shepherds for the symbolism. All right, now it gets better. So the news of this baby being born gets out and gets out pretty quickly. In one night that this baby is born, they don't tell you how many nights it took. I mean, obviously it had to take some time. And this baby stayed in the manger. Jesus stayed in the manger for a few nights there, had to be. We know it was actually seven or six nights before he was circumcised. In the Jewish tradition, all male infants are circumcised, which, by the way, is the Feast of the Epiphany, which is, guess what, January 1st. Yes, it's still a Christian holiday. It's Jesus's circumcision. Isn't that fabulous? We celebrate some man's penis being, well, he was a boy who's a baby, penis being circumcised. That's what January 1st is, the Feast of the Epiphany. But in the meantime, we have three kings, three kings. I love it. Three kings from Asia. And I'm not talking about China, Asia eastern asia which includes india africa and some other areas in that that region okay so now three kings see this light see the star which by the way i don't know how you know bright i mean it had to be dang bright for them to see the star no angel came to them That's what made them wise kings, right? They were wise kings who came on their own accord because something within them told them that they need to go to see this baby. In actuality, they needed to be part of the story, which is why they were included And what? To make a point that the other kings that were there, like Herod, not he wasn't wise, but a wise king and leader would, would see, well, they wanted to take the greatest of kings, wise kings, honoring, honoring and getting on their knees to this lowly new king, king of the Jews, Jesus. Now, that's not the purpose of the three kings in the story. The purpose of the three kings in the story, and by the way, coming from an Asian cult with Asian beliefs coming to Jesus. And what were part of those Asian beliefs? Hinduism, right? Some of those, those um different religions that believed in all different things, alternative medicines, they meditation. They were a little more advanced spiritually in some of their practices, but apparently the writer of the story wanted to get the message across that Jesus was okay with bringing that into life, some of the other wisdoms of the earth. So here is the truth Shining down, and the truth is that you need to bring all wisdoms to understand, to grow, to flourish. So here these three kings come and each of them are carrying separate gifts. Boy, we don't pay a lot of attention to those gifts. We just keep including them in songs and including them in rituals we don't even talk about the meaning of them we just talk about them as what they are in physicality frankincense myrrh and gold what the heck are three wise kings bringing frankincense myrrh and gold to baby jesus well gold makes sense because gold is of the earth And gold is money, and the money is what's going to be necessary for Jesus and his family to live, right? Maybe that gold is what um, helped Joseph build his wood shop that Jesus worked at as he got older. I don't know. But the symbolism is the physical world you need money. So the gold represents, and the wise king who represents the gold, and is three wise kings, not four, not two, not one, three, body. The gold represents body of who we are. In this earth, we need to pay attention to that we are made of body right? That's what the wise king with the gold represents, body. What about the king with the myrrh? What is myrrh for? Myrrh is used to calm, guess what? The mind. So now you have a wise king with myrrh that represents the mind, body, body mind, and the third king. The third king has frankincense. What is frankincense used for? It's burned in almost every religious ritual because frankincense stirs your spiritual energy. When I smell frankincense, and not because I would only smell it in a church, but any time that I had smelled of frankincense, there was just this, this rising of this energy. You know aromatherapy and how it works? Well, frankincense stimulates the higher energy within us, the spiritual energy within us. It actually stimulates the connection between our conscious mind, our soul's mind, and the God force go sit and burn. If you want to feel closer to God, go sit and burn some frankincense when you're doing a meditation. And then, of course, they put the combination frankincense and myrrh together because one of the best ways of stimulating your spiritual senses is stimulating your emotional senses so that you can feel it at the same time. So frankincense and myrrh represents mind and spirit. So the three kings were represented, and the wise kings, the wisdom of who we are, the truth. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is knowledge that works, knowledge that causes our growth, knowledge that causes a transformation, knowledge that causes... All the positive aspects of where we're going and want to go—that's what wisdom does. That's why something is wise. Why somebody is wise is because they tell you something transformative. Wisdom isn't just another level of a knowledge, unless in, and unless the knowledge does something to transform your life. It's not wisdom. Knowledge that works and transforms your life is wisdom. So you had three wise kings. The truth of to transform your life is to heed to the understanding that you are made of body, mind, and spirit. So in the nativity scene, the truth that is shining and right in front of you is the truth that on this earth, you are made of body, mind, and spirit. And if you attend to that, as the shepherds attend to their flocks and you pay attention to body, mind, and spirit and you honor the body, mind, and spirit that is connected to the God force within you, you get total harmony, balance, and fulfillment. That is the truth of life. Did not Jesus come down to fulfill the prophecies? To give us the truth of who we are. So when you pay attention to that, and he represents the God force, because that's what his reminder was, he represents the God force, it's what we made him into, a matter of fact, the only living God. But if you and everyone pays attention to the fact that you are a body, mind, and spirit, and when you allow the body, mind, and spirit to join together and use all the forces of the earth... And all the wisdom of the earth, be it Asian wisdom, be it Western wisdom, Eastern wisdom, because they came from the East, and you use all of that wisdom, the truth is that you will fulfill the prophecies of who you are. As Jesus then pointed out once he became older and he started his mission. And his mission was to tell us that we are one with God, that God will take care of us, that that source and power we can tap into, all we have to do is believe. The word is believe. Believe. It isn't just believe in Santa Claus. It isn't just believe in God or believe in Jesus. It's believe in you. It's believe in you. What good does it do to believe in a God and yet not believe in you, that you're part of that God, what would that do? You think it does things. It does nothing. The churches are filled with followers, and those followers are suffering and dying and experiencing all the crap of life because the belief in a God doesn't do anything. Unless you believe you are one with it. The truth of this season of all the light is to remind us that of our nature, who we are to this earth, that the earth will take care of us, it will warm us, it will feed us so that we could grow so that we could live here. And as we grow, we need to remember and be shepherds to take care of ourselves and each other, and to remind us and honor the body, mind, and spirit that we are. And all of that put together is a story that grows. And what is the result of that story? Salvation, resurrection, and never dying. Isn't that why they say Jesus came down? Once Jesus came down, there is no longer death. Well, there was never death, but we needed to remind ourselves of that. And in understanding that whole story and an understanding the meaning of all of that. We don't die figuratively. We don't die emotionally. We thrive. We thrive. And that's what this is all about, thriving. And this is what we're here to do, is to thrive. Not to die, not to perish, not to suffer, not to suffer in a tornado or in any way, not to suffer from a pandemic and another variant, That's not what we're here for. We're here to care about each other. We're shepherds, good shepherds, taking care of our flocks, our responsibility. Yeah, it's not possession back in those days or anything. Yes, you own your house, but the house isn't part of who you are. It's part of where you live. And the sheep doesn't belong to the shepherd. We like to say everything that we possess, possessions. What you do possess is a body, mind, and spirit. And what you do possess is the truth of who you really are. That's your possession. Everything else is an illusion. And it's illusion because it can be taken away from you. And we're only in this physical world with a body. Otherwise, we're just mind and spirit. Yes, we are minds. You do have a mind. You had a mind before you were created in body. So you will lose the body. You will lose everything that's physical. We will lose this earth. We will lose the animals and all life on it. But we will never and can never lose our spirit And our mind, our emotions, our feelings, we can never lose that we can only change them, we can control them, but we can't lose them and it's for you to work on the mind, because those two gifts the mind and the spirit control the body. And as long as we're using the body as a vehicle here, it feeds into our mind and spirit as well certainly it's much harder to feel spiritual and to have positive emotions when you're feeling ill or if you have a terminal disease so they all interact together because that's what we're choosing to do right now but let's remember in this holiday season it's a beautiful time it's a beautiful time for everybody. Even those, that was the other point. The simplest life that you can have is in a barn in a manger. What about those homeless people? They basically are sleeping in bars and mangers. In New York, we, they were in the subways all over the place, right? In that. But the truth of the matter is that even though they're in the lowliest of places, they are still made of body, mind, and spirit. They are still being honored by who they are and in them knowing who they are, in them remembering, have them remember who they are, help them remember that they are this divine truth, that they are one with God, because then they can transform anything if they want to transform their lives. I've seen so many younger homeless people now. They're young. I mean, the 30-year-olds, you know, out there, and I'm and it It breaks my heart to think they feel they need to do that when they have so many other choices. And yes, there are some who choose to beg because it's easier. Some of them make more money than I do. That's for sure than you do. So we don't know where they're coming from, but the fact that they need to do that. Maybe that's because they've forgotten who they are. Let's try to remember for ourselves who we are. In the story of the season of Christmas, it is not a religious season. Believing in Jesus does not make you less of a Jew or a Muslim. Because, in fact, if you were Muslim, Mohammed had his visions and got his truth from Jesus. So there is nothing wrong in looking at the story and the metaphysical message behind it of Jesus and the truth, the Christ. Remember, it's Christmas. It's not jesus Even though jesus would have been difficult to say, Christmas seems to be so much nicer to say, but Christ still means man with God. So it's a celebration of you being one with God. It is not a celebration of Jesus being one with God. It's a celebration of you being one with God and one with your powers and one with your mind and one with your body. Let's make 2022 a better year. Let's try to anyway. Let's let's not just see how we can get through 2021 or through 2022, because that seems to be the habit now. Oh, we got to get through this year. Oh, I hope we get through this year. No, let's make the year. Let's make the year. Let's make a more peaceful year. Don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. Worry about what you're doing to feed into it. Be the truth. Remember, that's what the light is. Don't just be a light now. Now understand, be the truth. Live the truth. Be the truth. You are the truth. And we can change what's going on in the coming new year. We won't be here. There will be replays for the next two weeks. So I wish every one of you a very Merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa, a happy whatever celebration you are celebrating this season, remembering that you are the truth and the light, and you are the way to make it better out there. I love you all. I feel very blessed in doing the work that I do here on Unity Online Radio stick around for some of the, the best shows around and go back and listen to the others and go back and listen to my podcasts here. Go and rate me on Apple Podcast, Spotify. These are everywhere. But in the meantime, Merry Christmas and happy New Year to all of you. You are the Christ. You are God. God bless you all. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.